What's up, MFI church leaders, pastors, people that are amazing. Bob and Kara here from Life Church in Walla Walla, Washington. Yep. We are uh, just considered a great privilege to be able to have these few moments to share a quick thought with you. What we believe is essential for you to do well in this day and age. We want to talk to you about what? What do we want to talk to them about? Restoring. (laughs) She's not sure, but she knows. We want to talk about restoring the dreamer. That's you. How to really take care of you and restoring you so that you can dream again. And it comes out of this scripture out of Psalm 126. When the Lord brought back his exiles to Jerusalem, it was like a dream. This Hebrew word is so similar to the word restore that sometimes translators aren't sure whether to use the word restore or dream. So we want to talk about restoring the dreamer, you. How do you stay well in times like these? We have all been through an incredible year so far. And we believe that God, even in seasons like this, wants you healthy and he has a way for you to stay healthy. I don't know about you, but uh, I came to a place this year where I didn't realize how unhealthy I was until it was almost too late for me to figure that out. So I wanna tell you a little bit about our journey and how we can restore the dreamer. Let me read a little bit more of this story. Psalm 126, when the Lord brought back his exiles to Jerusalem, it was like a dream. We were filled with laughter and we sang for joy. That is a key, your emotional health. We wanna talk about that. Sing right now, if that would We could, you could just start singing, let's do it. (laughs) And we sang for joy. And the other nations said, what amazing things the Lord has done for them. Yes, the Lord has done amazing things for us. What joy. I don't know about you, but I I think that would be maybe a little bit less on this year than maybe previous years. What joy. Restore our fortunes, Lord, as streams renew the desert. Those who plant in tears will harvest with shouts of joy. They weep as they go to plant their seed, but they sing as they return with the harvest. All right, we wanna share two quick thoughts with you, how you can be sure that you stay healthy and, and how you can be sure that, that, that the dreamer, you, are restored. And our first thought is this, is that we don't talk about emotional health because it says here that they, that it, they were filled with laughter and we sang for joy. All right emotional health. Are you filled with laughter and are you filled with joy? And how do I do that? What, what does that look like? I, I recall the Lord asking Adam a question when Adam was hiding from God. He goes, Adam, where are you? I think that's a question that we have to ask ourselves. Now, I don't know. For us, my wife has been way more in tune with being able to answer that question like, like, where are we? Where am I? It's taken me years to be able to answer that question. Where am I? If I'm not in a healthy place, I usually don't even realize I'm not until then my heart started racing this summer. And then I went to the doctor and I'm like, man, I'm freaking out just by being here and did all the blood tests and all that kind of stuff. I'm thinking, man, am I, I going to have a heart attack? And, and started having panic attacks because I wasn't asking the question enough along the way where am I? And, and what does it look like to be healthy? You want to speak to that at all? What is it? What does emotional health look like 
for us as leaders in the church? I think, you know, one of my favorite scriptures is Proverbs 4.23. We all know this, like, guard our heart um, above all else because out of it flow the wellspring of life. And, and I know, like, for me, I didn't grow up as a pastor. I didn't grow up in leadership. And I remember as we started the journey, I just loved Jesus and we loved people. And mm -hmm. so much of our life, we're giving and we're loving people. And along the way, my heart had got wounded and we were, you know, you're just recovering and you're, you're just moving on through major crisis and major, mm -hmm. um, you know, I mean, things that betrayal or whatever it is that you're facing. And I would just kind of pull myself together and keep going. And I realized, you know, years into mm -hmm. it, like, I, I don't know if I'm okay on the inside. And I realized too, like, not, I was kind of thinking people are going to come ask me like, Hey, how are you and Bob doing? How are you doing? And, and through the years, I realized, like, this is my responsibility. Like, the Bible tells us to guard our oh, heart. And, and the best yep. gift I can give myself, the best gift I can give the Lord, and the best gift that I can even give our church or those that we are in relationship with is for my heart to be healthy and whole. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, when we get hurt along the way or we get bitter or we just get, I think sometimes it's just, we get um, hard-hearted or we're just going through the motions because we have to and we lose that tenderness and sensitivity and that to me is a dangerous place for us as leaders and I think one of the prayers I've prayed for my kids through the years is God give them a responsive and obedient heart and so I think part of this emotional health thing is us being able to ask ourselves those questions like is my heart tender to the Lord mm -hmm. is it movable am I hearing God's voice on a regular basis and um, just this last year for me that whole oh, the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. And I'm having, I mean, this is for me, my litmus test. Kara, are you, when's the last time you laughed? You know, are you living in peace even though things are chaotic around you? And that's been the challenge. Like, okay, God, this is what you promised us. How do we as mm -hmm. leaders um, keep our heart tender and healthy and allow the Lord to heal us and not just move on? And then, you know, the Bible says we get bitter or stiff-hearted, mm -hmm. you know, and we're not able to... Uh, respond to him like he would have us to. And I think all those things affect our relationships. They affect right. how we relate to each other as spouses. They re affect how we lead our people. They affect everything in our life, are the health of our heart. So I think just being aware and yep. asking each other that question, I think that's a huge thing. How are you? And it's, what, it's my number one question I always ask when I'm with other leaders. How are you doing, really? Because I think we want to iron sharpen iron. We want to encourage one another and strengthen each other and ask the hard questions. Now, we all know that what we do is really serious and it's really important. Mm -hmm. But it's also pretty serious that we laugh along the way. Yes. <laughs> and that we learn to enjoy the journey. Yes. Now I am preaching to the choir right here <laughs> on myself, something I've been, been in the process of learning for quite a while. But my wife is really good at this, about throwing in fun along the way. Like just, just this last week, we gathered with uh, a few other pastors, several other pastors and at our church and to pour into each other. And in the middle of lunch, my wife was like, you know what? It, we just need to laugh along the way. She didn't say that out loud, but she created the atmosphere for it. So she grabbed the microphone, had them turn on some, I don't know, what was it? 80s music or something in the background. And they start pretty much, um, well, not lip syncing, karaoke, karaoke to the song and having fun. And, and so pastors- Stephen Curtis Chapman, saddle up your horses. Yeah. So she, so she told whoever was running the sound system, she goes, you'll know you'll be doing it right when you see people around their, their lunch tables and their shoulders start to get into it. And people started laughing and, and pastors started to kind of just let down their guard, which is a part of emotional health. Like it said that we were filled with laughter and we sang for joy. I don't know if I, I, don't know if I even want to ask you this question, but when is the last time that you laughed hard? 
it's hard to, to, to even answer that question at times because we have so many issues that are coming at us and, 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 and so many rough situations that are happening around us. But in the middle of it all, we've got to find that silver lining. We've got to find what is God doing in the midst and, 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 and how can we be sure that we have our oxygen mask on so that uh, we can be the leaders that God's called us to be. So, so do what you need to do to put on your oxygen mask and, and there's all kinds of stuff that I know that we could talk about, but sometimes you just need to break out and have fun. You need to do something that is out of that serious leading stuff. For me, I go up to the mountains and with stick and string and I chase around animals and I make them smarter for the rifle hunters. For me, I just, I just you gotta do something to break out of the rut when you haven't laughed in a while and you just haven't had fun. So give yourself permission to have fun. Anything else you want to say on that, babe? All right. And then the other thing that really stands out to me on this is it said, they weep as they go to plant their seed, but they sing as they return with the harvest. And to me, to, to, to allow restoration to the dreamer, all right, we've got to have emotional and mental well-being. We got to, and of course, you, you probably know a lot more about it than we do because I've struggled in it at times, but you do what you need to do to take care of you as a leader. Give yourself permission. But then secondly, to really re be restored as a dreamer, I want, I, we really want to encourage you to, be, to begin to dream about how you are going to be a part of this great end time harvest. Because they weep as they go to plant their seed. And that may be what you feel like you've done all 2020 so far is I'm just weeping as I'm planting the seed. But they sing as they return with the harvest. There is going to be a bumper harvest. Mm -hmm. It's coming. And one thing that I've been telling our church uh, a few times so far is we are not going to be sitting on the sidelines and watch what God does in this next season. We will be a part of it. I don't even know how necessarily we are going to be a part of it in, in, in every way, but I know this, our desire as the people of God, and I know your desire as well, is I want to be a part of this great end time harvest. And so begin to dream about that. Begin to dream about, man, thousands of people are going to come to know Jesus in this next season and you get to play a part in it. I find that tremendous mm -hmm. and exciting to me. So those are a couple of thoughts that we wanted to share with you. Yeah. And that is, go ahead, put on the oxygen mask. Give yourself permission to take a break and to laugh and, and to, to be sure that you are taking care of you. And then begin to dream. Begin to dream about how you can be a part of the harvest that God is about ready to unleash across the earth. I think one more thing just on that kind of combined combination of both mm -hmm. of those is, who are we spending time with? I know for me, my schedule for so mm, long was just based off of the need around me. And I found myself like the more I did, the less energy I had and the less dreaming I was doing. And I think taking our schedule before the Lord and starting with my, does my schedule reflect my values? Like, what do I value? Mm, and, good. and scheduling those things in and, and realizing what makes me healthy. And one of the things that makes me healthy is being around people that I know God yep. has called me to be around or people that bring strength to me or people that I can dream the dream of God with. Mm -hmm. And when we get together, the life of the spirit comes alive when we begin to talk. And so I think just looking at our schedule and saying, mm -hmm. what are the things that bring me life? Who are the people that bring me life? And arranging our schedule so that it yep. reflects that I'm going to spend time with these people. There are certain people in our lives that when they want to do something, we clear our schedule because we know these are divine connections. And when I spend time with them, the dreamer yeah. awakes on the inside of me. Yep. And so it is to everyone's benefit that I clear my schedule and spend time with the people that God has called me to. And 
laugh together and yep. dream together. And, and I think in this hour, I'm asking the Lord, God, what are you saying? I don't want to do church just to do church, but I want to be a part of what God's doing on the earth. I want my ears mm -hmm. to be sensitive to his voice. And I think that happens when I'm at that healthy version of myself and I'm spending time with the people that he's called me to spend time with that when mm -hmm. we get together, there's just an awakening and a quickening in our spirit as we hear what God is saying in each other and it quickens something in me. And so I think those are, that's just part of the priority. But That's awesome. We love you. God wants to restore you. He wants you healthy. He wants to restore okay. the dreamer so that you can begin to dream with him again. He's gonna do amazing things through you in the very near future. We love you. Our prayers are for you. In Jesus' name, be blessed. That's we love that. you. Ha, ha, ha.